0: this is Lauren Angle of Sidewalk Talk. Today I'm here with Kid Ken. Hey. <laughs> so you are born in the South Side, Chicago. Like, co- is it Cottage Grove, or how do you say it?
1: Cottage Grove, yeah. Sunday Night Area. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are
0: your parents originally from there?
1: Yes, both of them. What do they do? Uh, well, my father just got out of jail, and mm-hmm. my mother works at Pandora.
0: Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And your grandma was a big part of your life and like, your confidence, right, Grandma yes. Linda?
1: Yeah, uh-huh, because she was like one of the people that helped raise me, like, I've been with her throughout my whole life.
0: Was well, she the one showing you
1: music early on, or? mm my father actually used to do music. My father used to do music, so. Was he ra- into rap? He yeah, was rapping, he, yeah. yeah. He, he was a rapper, so I really got it, like, from him a little bit, but, like, other big influencers, like Nicki Minaj and her, really. At me doing it
0: do you remember when you first started listening to music who who was it like which musicians
1: um i really don't even remember when i first started <laughs> listening to music but i was really listening to anything that was popping at the moment like anything everybody was listening to
0: how do you describe your personality back then growing up
1: i used to be real shy i didn't really like to speak up because i just felt like me speaking up just making problems more and more harder Mm -hmm. because you like
0: move schools a lot right
1: yeah I did move schools a lot because of my mouth (laughs) so it's like yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) what kind of stuff was happening
1: I used to like the kids used to love me in school like I was that student I was that student that got all the attention no matter what like no matter what I did I could just be sitting there and like the kids just flocked to me like they just followed behind me and the teachers hated that so when the teachers thought i was getting more attention than them it was like i was the problem mm-hmm. so it's like so they i got in out. yes i got kicked out of class i always got kicked out of class or i always got called the class clown if i said something but i wasn't trying to be funny i was being serious everybody just thought it was just so funny mm-hmm. so it's like everything i did they <laughs> turned into a problem
0: <laughs> did you not like school then like the studying part?
1: Um, I didn't really like school. The only thing really I really did like about school was reading. Reading was my favorite subject, reading and writing. Um, oh. Wow.
0: What what um what books did you like reading or?
1: Um, I haven't even been in school in so long. I don't even know. Any
0: certain types, like more of the fiction or... I liked
1: it more like drama books. Oh wow, okay. Like I wanted to know what was gonna happen next type mm-hmm. of books. Or sometimes I used to read romance books. I used to read oh. here and there, <laughs> but then was like my really two type of books that I read, like mm-hmm. romance and drama.
0: And you're also you said you're into writing already.
1: Mm-hmm, Did you right. try writing
0: like romance or drama?
1: Um, I used to try to write poems, like oh, wow. like poetry and stuff, like the correct way, because like I used to think poem poetry was just rhyming and just yeah. you know putting words to a paper, but it's really more than that. So. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what I used to try to do. What
0: were the poems about
1: back then? How the kids used to flock to me in class or just like regular stuff I was going through or what I was feeling during that moment. Mm
0: -hmm. Did you ever um, like present it or do like spoken word?
1: Sometimes I presented them when there was like class poems and we had to do it. But like most of the time I just write it and leave it in my notebook.
0: Mm -hmm. And did it click to you? at that point that the poems can translate into lyrics?
1: No, it, it never came to me, it never came to me. It never came to me that I was gonna be a rapper. I used to say a long time ago, I wanted to to do music, but that was just something I just said. Like, I ain't never really see myself being a rapper or doing, being in the music industry.
0: How did social media click to you early on? Like even people just knew from your social media, right? Back then growing up.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I was that boy that used to always be on social media, just. People just flocked to me like, people, like I said, people just flocked to me on school. It was the same way with social media. Like I wasn't really doing nothing but just posting me on a regular day, looking cute or something. It's just like I had like a lot of followers before, before I was rapping already. I had like twenty thousand followers before I was rapping. It's and then just you just like, figured it
0: out all yourself. Like, you didn't know people around you who was all, who were also doing social media?
1: No, like none of my people, in my family was like really big on social media. Like none, nobody, nobody. So it was really just me. I just. I just did me and like the followers came mm-hmm. it just came
0: what clicked you to start putting your freestyle freestyles on social media
1: um i used to do it when i was in sixth grade i started doing freestyle videos but like i i started for a little bit and then like i stopped like i wasn't consistent with it and how i am now but one time i did um when Nicki Minaj and them dropped motorsport yeah I did a freestyle literally everything was off the top of my head I was just recording and I just did a freestyle a freestyle from the top of my head I posted it on my Instagram and it went up like completely oh up so I'm like yeah I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna keep <laughs> doing this so that's what happened mm-hmm. after that it's just been going on and on.
0: what did your parents think of you wanting to do music early on or were they worried about what kind of career you would have before music or social media?
1: I knew my father was go like it because he was, he was doing music before yeah. he went to jail. My mother, she liked it, it's just I used to curse and I was so young and it's like, she wasn't really, she ain't like the curse word.
0: Yeah.
1: But I told her like, look ma, this is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we go make it out the hood, honey.
0: Did your dad teach you rap or? No, uh-uh, I really,
1: like, anybody that taught me, like, rapping, I would say Nicki Minaj. Like, before I, I before I really said I wanted to be a rapper, I, like, studied her. Like, I studied, I listened to all her music. I just watched the way she did stuff. I watched all her interviews, watched how she put her music together. Like, so, if I say anybody that taught me, I would say, really, she taught me. Mm-hmm. So, if you watching it, you <laughs> taught me how to do it, Okay. <laughs> shout and, out to you <laughs> and
0: the ken part of her name come came from her right
1: yeah because she called herself barbie
0: yeah <laughs> 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 you also missed your graduation right or
1: yes because when i like when everything first started booming like when i really first started busting with rapping busting is a word we use in chicago which means <laughs> so like when my music career first started busting in the city i was like flying i was flying because labels were flying me out so it's like and I was only in eighth grade. So I was only eighth grade. I'm catching flights for labels and stuff. So I, it was one time they asked me, I had to catch a flight the day of my graduation. I won't go be able to be there. I said, fuck that graduation. <laughs> I said, fuck that graduation and I caught that flight. But I still went and got my diploma. I still passed, you know, still passed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I really said fuck the graduation, mm-hmm. and I really said fuck the graduation, just because I was, at that point, I was just out of school. Like, it was like the graduation wasn't even exciting how graduation supposed to be. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't even excited. I was too busy focused on my music at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. And how else do you think your music gained traction earlier on, like even with the YouTube stuff?
1: I think just because my look, like mm-hmm. how my, how I used to wear my hair and I was so young and I'm pretty, like, <laughs> like I'm pretty. Who and click on a pretty face? <laughs> <laughs> How did you meet your videographers? My, midi- my, my videographer, so my first videographer was Shamar Ali. That's who did all my, like, first videos. Whoever did my first ever video was Shamar Ali. He was signed on the same label as me, um, F1MG, Fan First Musical, which was my manager label. And he was under there as her videographer, so that's how I got a tour with him. Mm-hmm. So we been rocking out since then, you know, me and Shot Mark, you know. Shout out to Shot Mark. Okay. <laughs> 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 and then like the other ones, like I, I worked with Ray Money. Ray Money, he um he came to me for a video. He came to me saying he wants to shoot. Shout out to Ray Money, because he do some raw West work. Um, I worked through Royalty. Shout out to her. You know, she do. Uh, shout out to everybody I worked with, because I worked with a couple people, but yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely.
0: And how did you figure out everything earlier on, like finding these videographers, like kind of assembling your team? Like, did you have a mentor or someone that you could
1: talk to? No, it's like, I literally like figure out everybody, like I feel like on my own. Not even on my own, my manager did help me, you know, spot a couple people or whatever, but... Before I really said I wanted to be a rapper, I had to do my research Mm -hmm. on who, you know, everything that was going on in the city with the music, so I really like knew everybody before I actually met them.
0: How did you meet your manager?
1: She was already already in the family, close to the family, so I knew she used to do music, so I just told her that's what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. show her that I really wanted to do this.
0: Yeah. Were you ever afraid of getting into the music
1: industry at such a young age? Um no I feel like actually I feel like that was the best time I feel like that's the best time to ever get into do into something you want to do you need to get into it young mm-hmm. I ain't want cause at first they wanted me to wait until I got a certain age to do and I'm like nah cause what I'm finna do ain't nobody in this age bracket did this so I wanted to do it young I I thought doing it young was the best just because I got more time on my hands you know I don't work a job and I.
0: <laughs> actually, yeah.
1: What was the transition that you wanted to be homeschooled? I went to school for about two days. I went to CBS High School. I couldn't go to school because they all wanted to take pictures and just follow me. Like I loved it and all, but shit, how was I gonna get any work done? How was they gonna get any work done? <laughs> so I said I'm gonna just do the homeschool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It'll be safe for everybody.
0: Yeah. Did he actually come out through a photo that you posted? Huh? You came out through a photo that you posted, like you and yes, this I guy? Yes, I did.
1: I came out, that's that's how I came out a little bit, because still everybody still didn't know. I posted the picture. Now, let me tell you, all I, I, I went back when I was younger, I was social media like crazy. So I already had like a lot of followers and stuff, or whatever. So I posted the picture of me and the guy. Me and my friend. We wasn't even talking for real. It was just me and my <laughs> really friend. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, so we we had a picture of us hugging. So I'm like, I'm gonna just post this picture. Just until like I'm gonna post it cause they go know, they go get it the, the the thought in their head that yeah, he gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm just it for a little bit, just so they can know. Like this time will come out. I ain't even yeah. gonna tell em. I posted it for like five minutes. Oh, five minutes ahead I already, like a thousand like. So I deleted the picture. You deleted <laughs> it? <laughs> yes, I deleted it. After I deleted it, it's You're like, the after I posted it, everybody was hyped because they see me with a boy and nobody never see him with a boy. So they stopped me with a boy. And just the fact that I know people were screen, people were screenshotting oh, it, wow. sitting around, everybody texting my phone. And it's like, it's too much shit but they already Fuck got the it. point <laughs> yeah but they already got the point at that point so it's <laughs> like hey mm-hmm. my job
0: is done but I always come here to do it
1: done. yeah and how about to your mom I've been told I told my mom I told her but like I ain't really tell her she knew you know mm-hmm. your mama gonna always know yeah so I told her but like I didn't tell her at that time did you see I
0: the just, photo
1: yeah, she saw. Because they were screenshotting. Oh, the she was also into the The, family, the family members were screenshotting my pictures, sending it around to everybody. Like, look at him and woo woo. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and for
0: music, uh, was it difficult going from all the free cells you were doing? to being in the studio, writing lyrics, working with producers?
1: Yeah, a little bit, but no. Cause like I was still already like going to the studio when I was making freestyles. I was going to the studio, I was just dro- mm-hmm. I just didn't drop no music. Yeah. So once I made a, a freestyle that I thought, I recorded a freestyle that I thought was gonna catch everybody's attention. And that was the one they caught everybody attention. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Like and how today? about, like, writing lyrics and going over it for, like, making original music?
1: Uh, um, no, it was actually, like, I like writing better than freestyles. Like, really, because it's like, I could plan. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to know what I'm going to say. You know, you freestyle freestyling, you just, whatever comes to your head. And, yeah. And some crazy shit be coming to my head. But, yeah. I mean, it wasn't hard. I, I actually like it better.
0: Mm-hmm. And now in L.A. that you're, you're doing a bunch of sessions?
1: So I did, I had sessions with Jimmy Edgar for two days. I did a session with my girl, Shake and Bake, you know, we had a shaking and baking in the studio last night. And yeah, them are really two, the only two producers I worked with out here so far.
0: How did the Kilani thing happen?
1: <laughs> oh my God, I was so shook. I remember my manager picked me up, and I'm going through my Twitter DMs. I was going through my Twitter DMs. And I saw her her profile and I whole time I'm thinking it's like a fake page, or something. A fan page, you know, the, uh, yeah. yeah, like a fan page or something. I then not went to the lady page and I saw all them followers and that blue check mark, honey. I damn near didn't jumped out the car <laughs> on the expressway. Jumped out the car. I didn't jump out the car on the expressway. I'm like, this is Kalani. <laughs> she text me like, what did she say? She's she was basically like, you know, giving me my my props and letting me know that she wanted a verse one day, and I just went the fuck up, like, I'm that bitch. After that, after that I, I was complete, like, I was that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, she um, flew me out. That's when, after that, we exchanged um numbers, and we always just kept, kept in contact, and one day she hit me up and asked me if I was free to do it.
0: And like, shit, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. I'd drop anything right now to do
1: it. So yeah, she flew me out, and shit, we rocked the stage. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kalani. <laughs> Sucks.
0: And how did he connect with Queen Key?
1: Queen Key, um, my manager, my manager knew her, her manager at the time, like they they was related. Mm-hmm. So she really got us together. But yeah, shout out to Key too, cause that's my garage. Mm-hmm. And happy birthday, cause today her birthday. Oh,
0: sweet. <laughs> and i read in previous interviews that you really don't like
1: friendly guys i really don't like friendly niggas because if your nigga friendly let me tell you if your nigga friendly that means he's friendly to, to any everybody <laughs> yeah. any other bitch she don't care Mm-mm. i don't i like when my niggas hate when other motherfuckers look at him <laughs> I, I want my nigga to curse you out i want my nigga to be mean to you <laughs> so you don't like him i know y'all don't got shit going on because he's too mean <laughs>
0: And you block them when they ask you about your music? Hmm? You block them when they ask yes, you? Yes,
1: when they start talking about music, when, I, when 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 niggas hit me up trying to get me or like, you know, take me out and then they bring up my music and shit. That's a complete turn off. Why? Because, like, why do you want to talk about my music? You, you know want to separate my music. the two? Yeah, like, I feel like once you start talking about my music and stuff. I feel uncomfortable. I feel like you're only looking at me because of what I'm doing
2: mm. type shit.
1: Let me bring up my music to you. Let me feel comfortable with let you know what's going on in my music, and my career shit. You know? Yeah. Don't just jump straight to the point because damn, you seem a little fishy. I don't, I don't really like that.
0: <laughs> like, <sighs> and how many times have you performed? Like, Are you getting used to performing?
1: Um, How many times have I performed? I performed a lot of times. I don't even know. I can't even, I ain't even keep count. Yeah. I had so many shows. You've been, from the early
0: days you were doing shows?
1: I mean, no, I wasn't. I mean, like, before I actually blew, I probably had two shows. Before I actually started gaining real, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of fans, like, a lot of just traffic went through my page, I probably did, like, two shows at a club in Chicago. And shit. After that I've been doing parties, birthday parties, events, all type of great stuff. Mm-hmm. And what do you have coming up for shows? I'm doing the Lady Land out of New York. So y'all better catch me there. And then I'm doing Red Bull in Chicago again. And then tomorrow, Friday, I'm doing Indiana Beach Festival. So yeah.
0: Are you doing a lot of uh practices? Practicing for your performances?
1: Hell no, nah, all natural. <laughs> All natural it's just a vibe, you know. I just get on the stage and you, know, you know I'm 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 here to do something. That's do, it. Do you dance? I imagine you could be. I you, it's crazy because before I was rapping, it was a dance in Chicago. It was like a little a little trend dance, you know, all these different dances. Yeah. And I was good at it, but I don't do it no more. Do you think do you would no
0: like coming up? You would incorporate
1: more dancing? Because mm-hmm. I feel like you I have want a stage to. presence and like to. you could I can I see really it. I really want to like. So the, you know, when I once, once I touch them big stages, oh yeah, I'm bringing dance boots. We bringing sets, honey. We doing everything. <laughs> they ain't gonna be able to take me.
0: Mhm. What's your inspiration for petty?
1: Is they on the scooters? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look at them on the scooters. <laughs> My, um. Shit. I'm petty as hell, but I feel like you only be petty in certain situations. I'm not just like a natural. I'm not just like a natural petty bitch. You know, you got to mm-hmm. do something to make me become a petty bitch. And once you do that, then I'm going to show you how petty a bitch could get, you know. So that was really a bitch doing some petty shit. And I want to show that bitch I could be pettier than you. And I showed that bitch I was being pettier than her. And I made a whole song.
0: Does <laughs> she knows about her?
1: I don't know shit. I hope so. You hope so? I hope she knows <laughs> about her.
0: Do you have upcoming like EP or for the rest of the year?
1: Uh-huh. At the end of this year, I will be dropping my project. I have the name, but I'm not saying it now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's just, y'all ain't gonna be able to take it. Like, it's so raw. Like, the music I've been making out here and just everything for it's just off the chain. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna love it, I promise.
0: <laughs> Where do you say you got your fashion sense from? Or who are you inspired by?
1: Um. Now with fashion, I don't really like. I ain't really inspired by nobody but my damn self, cause I'm just a cold ass bitch. I feel like I could throw anything on. I could make any type of shit work. You know, most people go spend their money on big brands and shit, and that's cool. I ain't knocking nobody, cause you know I like the shit too. You know I like to buy the shit too, but you really know you could dress or you could make anything work. And make anything look cute like this sweater right here yeah this sweater was about $20 oh wow I love it this sweater was about $20 jeans $20 shoes not even that much and I look cute as fuck today Mm -hmm. comfortable as fuck (laughs) but shit I started dressing myself yeah you've been like experimenting for so many years even since you were young mm -hmm, I always dressed myself my mom used to dress me when she probably stopped dressing me when I was damn near like 10. After 10, I took the wheel. Took so the I've been wheels. doing this for six years, honey. Yeah. Okay? Six years.
0: How has your relationship with your mom grown over time?
1: Oh, that's like my best friend. Oh,
0: I love that. It's like
1: my best friend. I can tell her anything. Y'all hope <laughs> better get a relationship with your mom like that, okay?
0: <laughs> what kind of advice do you have for people who want to improve their relationship with their mom?
1: Don't let everything get to you. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just that type of person. Yeah, some shit'll probably piss me off, but you don't let the world know that. You know, you don't have to always express your feelings. You could always, you know, just dust some shit off your shoulder here and there. You don't always have to react. So, most of the time, I just don't even react. I just let it be. It happened, it happened. we still good. I know this little argument or whatever we just had ain't finna break us the fuck up. Just always gotta keep that energy. Yeah. We not gonna get broke up after this. Cause if y'all break up, it's only the reason because y'all wanna break up.
0: How would you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger?
1: I um shit I probably wanna say something like that. I probably would uh said some crazy shit, but I feel like I am really wrong. I used to do a lot of crazy shit when I was younger. Like I'm still young now, but like now I got like a grown I, I got like a, a old head man fed. You know. Um uh, I look at shit different. At first, I ain't I ain't think I just did. Now I think before I do. So if I even if I still do crazy shit, it's because I could do that.
0: What do you think was the turning point for that?
1: That that? you
0: became more cautious, conscious. Probably
1: like around last year, the beginning of last year, I really just stopped caring. I think it was like around that time, like last year, I just stopped caring. Mm -hmm. Life is too short to always care and just be stuck on one thing that happened ten minutes ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What would you say have been the biggest challenges in your life so far?
1: Um, the biggest challenges to get these niggas to stop playing with me. That's the <laughs> biggest challenge because these niggas love playing with a bitch. But really, I haven't even, I'm still young. I ain't really even ran into no challenges, no mm-hmm. life challenges. Shit, I hope I don't because I'm doing good right now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I ain't really running to none. But the one I just said, nigga, stop playing with me.
0: (laughs) What does love mean to you?
1: Love? Yeah. Love is like when you care about somebody, even if y'all going through y'all going through going through what y'all going through, you still love them unconditionally. You know, we can get into it now, but the love don't change, the the vibe don't change. It's always there. Mm -hmm. That's what love is to me. When you will shit jumping from the (laughs) bullets. Okay, cause if a motherfucker ain't goes up in front of a bullet for you, they don't look, Okay.
0: Mhm. Last question: What do you want to be remembered for?
1: How raw and different I was, mm-hmm. and how I never gave a fuck about what another bitch had to say about me, and mm-hmm. I always did what the fuck I wanted to, do cause that's what I want to do. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this. This is awesome. Thank, Thank you so much. You. Thank you so much for having oh. me. Bye yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Certain sobering things in, in in the music industry that'll kinda
2: make you feel like unsuccessful and there's ones that will make you feel like you're a king. So mm-hmm. you just gotta take the rough of the smooth. Yeah we have, I'd say we're successful. Yeah and, and, and like stupidly lucky to be able to do it. Dubstep took a dip and like our own country where where it's from wouldn't play it on the radio. You know, it, it was getting no love. So for for Josh to have kind of kept playing dubstep even in all of that climate you know Mm. you know when you could have been playing house and other things you you know and i'm not naming names i'm not chatting shit i'm just saying like there's a certain amount to be said for acts that don't you know stray too far from the path of the cause so like i always say the same band comes back to them every time but iron maiden have done the same record for like 35 years it's always the same branding it's the same type of tunes it's it's like that's why they're they're still relevant and they're still big today and still selling sh- shows out because, you know, they've given their fan base exactly what they want. So once you have a fan base, which most of them have, it's really important to not alienate them or push them away, and give them stuff that they they don't want or or, or are interested in. You know, yeah. you, you know, but at the same time, it's playing to like the people that make you a band. You got to keep yourself happy, and mm-hmm. fulfilled. So, it's it's a balance.
0: Yeah. I love this. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye.